Welcome to Feels Like Weezer, where we're going track by track, song by song, through all of Weezer's catalog. And I am Eric Nash from Watchmen Minute. And I'm Zach Fracking Smith. You can follow me on Twitter at the Informal Log. Yeah. Yeah. How's it going, buddy? I'm pretty good. Yourself? Oh. I'm I'm so happy. Yeah. Just I, I'm so excited to talk about these songs. Yeah. Today. Okay. Yeah. The, these uh, deluxe side part of right. the uh, Pinkerton uh, disc album, what have you? Mm-hmm. Uh, the D sides, yeah, as the, I call them. D sides. <laughs> yeah. Because they're deluxe. B's, yeah. B sides uh, and what have you. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is uh, not not the live versions, not the alternate takes. What have you? Oh no. We ain't got time for songs that. we've already discussed. My time is valuable, okay? Or n- no piano noodles. No piano noodles. <laughs> no. It's like a pool, swimming pool noodle? I like to think so. Yeah. They, you know, you he, that's actually how Rivers is playing the piano. It's, he's just smacking it with a pool noodle. <laughs> um, you know, it's, oh, wow. This song sounds really different when you hit it with a piano noodle. Um, so, yeah, we've got, uh, what, like, seven, eight songs? Ten? Yeah, around ten there. songs? to cover mm-hmm. yeah uh so yeah you, you want to just jump right into it uh sure yeah i mean do we want to go in the order that, I, they, you know, that we're go for or it or just or just jump around i just whatever works man let's the, just the, go crazy you gave your love to me softly is the first one i have i had noted same here yeah what'd you think of that one it's it's not one I was I'm crazy about it's 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 one of the the half roughly that I'm not I you know it just it it it's got this this other half of these songs the ones I'm not as crazy about are ones that have a little bit of more of the blue album feel to me but also at the same time they also have something of a you know actually it, you know it, it's odd for me to say this that I that they have a more authentic Rick Ocasek mm-hmm. cars feel as well a more synthy bit okay. in, in, in most in most of these other half uh, lower half I think I, I say songs okay interesting mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna take the exact opposite opinion wow. and I think that this is better than anything that was on Pinkerton <laughs> oh because oh. um, I think it, it, it I'm I'm gonna agree that it does sound bluey mm-hmm but it's still got that that kind of edge that Pinkerton does. So I think this would have been a really good way to kind of bridge the two. Yeah, um, okay. yeah. You know, because I know when... Because you, you, you follow up only in Dreams with Tired of Sex, you know, like right after that. Mm-hmm. And it, they just sound so different. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that if there were like one or two of these um, B-sides on this album from from Pinkerton and then also some from blue you know kind of thrown in the mix there i think it would be i think it would be a lot easier to kind of you know bridge the two so mm-hmm. i really like this one i think it's i think it's a really good tune um the the, the biggest thing i think of note that we need to mention is that it, it was done for i think the uh the soundtrack for the movie angus from 1995 never i vaguely remember the movie angus when it came out I've never heard of it. But yeah, I, I think uh, now I'm going to have to check out the movie Angus. 
just so I can hear the song. So, <laughs> or I can just Google it. But uh, anything else on that one? Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, not okay. not, not a. You know, I, I focused in on and had some decent notes, I'd say, on the uh, on the other four or five that I uh, cared more for. <laughs> mm, okay, gotcha. <laughs> Didn't dig in too deep on ones that like. Okay, nope. I've listened to this a few times now, and just I don't feel like it. Yeah, not worth well, it. Well, and I one thing that I like right now for for what i'm, I'm going to continue to do is i'm not going to listen to any of the deluxe edition stuff for any of the albums oh, yeah, right. uh, until, because until. i've i've never listened to them so this is like my raw unadulterated mm-hmm. joy of you know discovering new weezer so that may be part of my biases but hmm. uh the next song i've got is devotion right pretty interesting like it's, it's an interesting choice because you got that uh, kind of piano or uh, organ sound, sort yeah. of, right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and it feels kind of like a lullaby or like a hymn or something like that. Um, and then you have the title, which is Devotion, you know, where it, it's kind of got this weird, like, pseudo-religious connotation to it. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think would this would fit in well on the Red Album, since they also have a lot of, surprisingly, quite a few religious connections in that album, mm-hmm. but... This definitely, I, I think it was a good choice to not put this on the on Pinkerton, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it just, it wouldn't fit anywhere on there. Um, it's a little too mellow, you know? Yeah, they already have the one mellow ending track. Um, yeah, I mean, my biggest note on it was that it was just, it was just a bit more slowed down. It's, I mean, almost like if you're really gauging these songs as an album in and of themselves, this would be a decent say second or third ish song mm-hmm. i always like to yep. hear like a little slowdown after a nice kickoff i agree that would be a mm-hmm. you know because that that's that's where you start to really get into the groove of the album i feel like too yeah. um around song three or four mm-hmm. you know first one's but, obviously always your best mm-hmm. the third one's your radio darling is what i usually <laughs> think of track three is usually where you put your the one you're gonna put on the radio mm-hmm. um but that's not the way this was done, though. I mean, it wasn't. I mean, yeah. I'm, you know, I, 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 I'm pretty sure that these are being essentially in a chronological order, with that Angus. I mean, even though you know, I'm looking at the devotion. You know, I mean, it's talking about recorded in July '94, and that Angus certainly that came out in '95. But mm-hmm. I'm not totally sure when that was. Um, the uh, you gave your love to me softly was actually written or recorded or what have you, but. Well, if we want to go to the third one, is waiting on you. So just right off the bat, I could say I can tell you, you know, it's it's off of uh, the an EP CD that the mm-hmm. Good Life was on, or single European single EP CD, you know. So it wasn't even released in America at all, I guess. Um, uh, you know, as a B side or what have you. I think this would have been a great song to put on the album. I think it, it fits in really okay. well with uh, Pinkerton as a whole and I think this would have been a great follow up to Tired of Sex instead of Get You so so far if I were to if I were to if, if I was in creative control of Pinkerton um, right now the track order would be You'd burn it Tired of Sex Get You Gone um, and then de- or, uh, waiting, waiting on You uh, 
And then maybe after that you gave your love to me softly. I'd add one more, one more song on there, but mm-hmm. yes. What yeah, they're, they're in, in speaking in, gen, in more general terms of Pinkerton itself. Um, you know, in, in reading this book that I certainly mentioned a bit last last episode, um, the, uh, the you know did, it did seem like uh, Rivers had a you know they they did their first album ten songs, the second album ten songs, but mm-hmm. that is going to <laughs> we are going to diverge from that uh, limiting limiting to ten tracks. Yeah, uh, when we get to Maladroit, oh, is, Maladroit. Okay. yep, uh, because there's only ten on Green Album. Yeah, okay. Uh, this that album's only twenty eight minutes. Can you believe that? Anyway, yeah. I'm not going to get into it, but it's it's a short, even shorter songs. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a good song. I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I so far they haven't had a a stinker on me. Well, uh, yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying I really dislike these songs. It's just they didn't stand out and and have much for me to. I felt like I I needed to take my time with when others mm-hmm. certainly that coming up here shortly the, the the next one being i just threw out the love of my dreams i believe if that's what yes. you want to discuss oh, next yeah. because because so it's got this crazy big divergence uh, <laughs> of it, having some uh, female vocals well actually just having another vocalist having somebody oh, yeah, different yeah. other than mm-hmm. rivers being yeah, as a lead because as a lead. um and we don't get that until the red album mm-hmm. and you know released proper so mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, that's, I had, I, it popped up as either Petra Hayden or Karen Hayden. Well, I'm not sure which one it is, but, but, um, let's see. Uh, well, th- but then who's Rachel? Rachel. So I'm seeing Rachel. Yeah. Rachel. 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 Hayden, that's what Pe- Petra is her sister. And they were in the band, that dog, that, that dog. was, uh, Happening, I, th- I believe, in the L.A. scene in those mm-hmm. early 90s. Well, maybe, and Maybe very, very late, late 80s, but definitely early 90s. And Weezer would, yeah. they, they did a little bit of touring with that dog, too. Mm-hmm. And um, they opened for them quite a bit. And then there's there's a, a fun quote from one of the, uh, from one of the, one of the two, whoever's in there, uh, saying that, you know, I can't believe it. They they used to be opening for us, and now yeah. they're this mm-hmm. big thing, and we're stuck here. You know, and it, right. yeah. But uh, at this point, this was when I wrote uh, songs from the blank hole. Should just come out already. Um, <laughs> I want it so bad. It's not a great song. I'm not a huge fan of it, um, but I think it's a good companion piece to no other one. Um, you know, kind of having those two as a, hmm. you know, kind of a, a mirror for each other in my, the pink album, um, version of Pinkerton mm-hmm. is what I'm calling it now. Not butterfly, <laughs> yeah. the pink album where we hear it from the lady's point of view. Mm-hmm. I think this will be, this would be what no other one is for in that album. Now, now one thing I'd like to mention, I don't really have any much, anything on Rachel Hayden. Mm-hmm. But her sister Petra, I, I'd like it to be known that uh, I I, I kind of have been aware of her since the maybe like mid two thousands ish because of the the Decemberists band, as well as she's also uh, done stuff with Foo Fighters. Really? Yeah, I did not know that. That's good to know. Good job, Petra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have now been validated by some random white guy. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, well, I didn't have to go back and listen to, where well, I didn't have to know of that dog at the same time, roughly as say Weezer, <laughs> right? When it first came out to actually have have heard at least one of the two. Right. Yeah. No, I hadn't even I hadn't heard of that dog. Yeah. Um, or just mm-hmm. Petra Hayden in general, but I'll definitely be looking into. She's got a really nice voice, so mm-hmm. um, I'll definitely be looking more into the Decemberists. And and then so then the last thing you know it actually kind of reminded me though uh, um, her voice. Uh, then also in this setting with this band, I think with with Weezer versus with Decemberists, which has a very different style, I'd say. Um, mm-hmm. For oh yeah, you know, as far as. <laughs> You know, much so much less distortion. You know, mm-hmm. um, but um, another band that has a fairly primary lead vocal, lead female vocalist, and does do some good stuff that's a little more harder rocking than more along lines of Weezer is a uh, New Pornographers. Um, okay, so that's a, that's a, if you like this song, I'd say there's there's some similarities to some of their stuff at least there, there's the one album i can't remember what exactly its name but it's got a lot of blue on its cover so if you happen to come across that i think you just made every librarian <laughs> listening like just cringe when you said oh the album cover's got a lot of blue on it but i can't remember what it is because <laughs> yeah. that's always that's the, that's the big joke right. yeah. uh, <laughs> with librarians it's like i don't remember the title but i know the cover was blue yeah. and yeah <laughs> Sorry, okay, Condra like and Tyler. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, got anything else on that one? I think that's good for me. What's the next one, Eric? Okay, so um, I swear it's true. Okay, but what is it? I, you, <laughs> I, I don't know what's true. The song is I Swear It's True. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, and this one, okay. So the thing, the, the big thing I need to say about this is for me, you know, I, th- I think it's, it was kind of the, you know, when I thought about when I had the listen to the deluxe album, the deluxe part of the album, um, at, at different points over the past, probably five to 10 years, I think, or, or when, when did it come out? I'm not even sure when it came out. The deluxe. You know? Yeah. The I think deluxe. it was. Oh, seven. Yeah, so I'm just okay. putting a random date in there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making it sound like I know exactly mm-hmm. what I'm doing, but jokes on you guys. But the, but the big thing for me is that it's it's just it, it was just a standout, you know, for me at first at least. It's 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 got this much more lo-fi sound, you know. Uh, there's not. A ton going on, I think, at least in the version that I was listening to, the one that's from the, um, f- truly from the disc. But then, uh, if you happen to, if you're Googling it, as, as I think uh, you did, uh, Zach, did. Uh, you yes. know, it's, it's, it's a rough track. And it's, that one actually seems a little less rough than what we have on the deluxe, in my opinion. <laughs> it's, it has a little more polish to it, but not a ton. Um, there's just a little bit other uh, special effects type um uh, interesting things I think they threw in mm-hmm. or bumped, or at least bumped up in a mix. Maybe I think it's a, I mean, it, it's, it's a really good tune. That mm-hmm. riff. Oh my yeah. God. I think this would be a great fit for the album as mm-hmm. well. Um, I would replace pink triangle with this one. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. I think thematically and where positioning on the album, I think it would be a good, a good replacement. Yeah. That's a hot take. Well, as long as Pink Triangle were, were then to stay on Deluxe, 
I'd be fine with that. Because, <laughs> you know, it was my number one from last Oh, episode. right, yeah. I guess that is true. Uh, wasn't it my number eight or something like that? <laughs> no, five, five. Five, five. Oh, okay, five all right, all right. Between you and and we actually well, found we actually found two more. The, our, our threes and fours also were reversed, and our two two and eight or five and eight. I don't know. I forget. What I think it might have been the two something. and the two and eight. Um, what we're basically <laughs> saying is that Eric and I have exact opposite opinions of this album. So, um, yeah, it's a it's a good one. I I think. Maybe not replacing Pink Triangle. Maybe in addition to yeah. Pink Triangle. If, uh, if you were allowed to bump this up to... Not really, it wouldn't be a double album because there's so much extra space on on CDs that, that bands don't always fill up. Right. You know, they, they have this idea of uh, the ten songs or what have you, you know. Well, and this is, this is a short album anyway. I yeah, mean, it's well. something like 30 minutes, so... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think I would include this one if, you know, again, I had ultimate mixing, um, you know, abilities. Get to choose mm-hmm. what songs go in and what songs don't. Um, I just scrapped the whole Pinkerton thing and do songs <laughs> yeah, from right. Black Hole. The Black Hole, that was the choice, but, you know, whatever. Um, so besides it it being to stand out upon the initial or, or the first few listens, kind of, or what have you, go, going into this this whole project really in a sense i think um it's become like two or three down my list for these <laughs> um, oh. eight or eight or ten or what have you it is whatever it is so there's more there, there's yeah one or two of the other songs that have yet to we've yet to talk about i i bumped up in my estimation well there's there's one song in here in this okay. set that yeah. I can honestly say is my absolute favorite Weezer song. I'm oh, not even joking. Oh, oh, like oh, I'm so oh, glad we did that of all time. Wow. Um, Until we get to. Get to... <laughs> no, everything. even more than everything will be all right in the end. I love that. I'm not. We're not. We'll get to it here in a couple of songs, but uh, that's what we call a tease yeah. in the business. In the biz. Um, in the biz. So, anything else? And I swear uh, it's true. No, I think I'm good. You swear? I swear. Is that true? I crossed my heart and hope to die. <laughs> Man, we're funny people. We we should start our own podcast we're, here. We're, um, we're cracking each other up, seemingly. <laughs> I mean, t- I mean, we're the only people who really hear these laughs. So we just, just got to get Tyler back in, and then, then it's a oh my God. three amigos fest. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, Eric, I hate to tell you this. Yes, right. But no, I, I don't want to be with you. <laughs> you won't get with me tonight. Um, I knew where to go. <laughs> all right, so our next song is You Won't Get With Me Tonight. I have one note, Ooh. which is hella punk rock. Okay. Hmm. That's all I have to say about this song. Hmm. I mean, it's good. It's not, mm-hmm. a, not a bad one, but, you know, it's definitely not one of my favorites. No, yeah, same, same here. So, so that's, that's that's our one on the lower end that we kind of agree with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas you, you, you seem to like those first like three there. Oh yeah, yeah. I would, I'm not as crazy about those. So, yeah. Okay. Oh, is that it? 
Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, here we go. I'm not unless unless we want to try to sneak in uh, B side. It was the B side on <laughs> no. It was released on the Buddyhead Presents Gimme Skelter compilation in 2003. <laughs> Skelter. I like to think it's uh, that's actually everybody was dressed like a skeleton playing that song. <laughs> um, the covers was all skeletons. It's, well, you know you what know. that's a play on. Gimme Skelter. 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 Yeah. No? Gimme Shelter. Well, Helter, okay. Skelter. Well. Give me shelter, yeah, but yeah, yeah, man. Hey, I know about the Beatles, you boomer. Jeez. All right, so here we go. The absolute one hundred best song ever written. Um, Long time sunshine. Oh my god. Yeah, we're we're agreeing again here. This (laughs) for these two songs. This song is so good. it feel it's it's very Ben Foldsy, yeah. You know, okay. I that that was the first thing I heard. I'm like, this sounds like Ben Folds playing. <laughs> he suddenly showed up, and oh my god, Ben Folds joined Weezer. Um, but it uh, I, I, I one other fun thing that I just want to mention about uh about this before we get like into the nitty gritty was that when I, I was looking on YouTube to find these because I didn't buy him because I'm cheap. <laughs> Pokemon cards ain't free, you know. So, uh, but it was a, it was in a playlist on YouTube um, called Sad Weezer, <laughs> which I just loved. That just, just it's like uh, what what am I in the mood to listen to today? Ah, Sad Weezer. Here we go. Click. Um, but I think that this song would have been a perfect closer um, if they would have thrown in maybe a few more. Uh, Instead of doing the blast off part there at the end, if they were to throw in something, you know, uh, like "Fallen for You" or um, something like that, you know what I'm talking about? Um, or the Good Life. I think the Good Life would have been a good um, extra little bit in there um, there at the end. But um, yeah, I I absolutely love this song. I think it's. Uh, I, I listened to it with headphones on the mm-hmm. first time, sure. and I think that you really should listen to the song with headphones on, mm-hmm. um, because I then played it for my wife on uh, just on my phone, and I'm like, oh my god, Joe, this song is so good. It like makes me cry. Mm-hmm. And then I played it, and then there towards the end, it just sounds like noise um, when they're all singing in harmony, and I'm like, oh yeah, this does not sound good over a speaker. <laughs> so if you're going to show it off to somebody. Have them put headphones on. <laughs> it sounds much better. Um, now, now, a reason I think I, I, I really agree, and I, I think it makes sense for what he was thinking that it would be later on in, on the album, towards the end, mm-hmm. if not the last or something like that, um, is that because of what happens, like, you know, two, what, three quarters, two thirds, three quarters away through, is mm-hmm. that they go into the why bother lyrics. Mm hmm. And melody, yep. they do, and, and they even do a cappella for it for a few measures. Mm-hmm. They do. Uh, there's like three or four songs that they that they start singing there too. Um, okay, some of the others too. I didn't. Really that's what I was saying. Yeah. Well. Um, okay. So it's got. That's the only one uh, I realized. No other one. Um, so Brian okay. sings yeah. wow. uh, the why bother part. Okay. And then. Um, Matt Sharp comes in in his falsetto, and he's singing 
I think one of the songs that got cut that that was in Songs yeah. from the Black mm-hmm. Hole, um, but didn't make it to the B sides. Mm-hmm. Um, then Rivers, also in falsetto, comes in with uh, no other one, um, kind of looping that in, and then there's, and then he also has another loop of him singing, Blast Off, mm-hmm. which is, um, at the beginning of Songs from the Black Hole, uh, and then you know it goes into the, that's. So that's why there's so many layers there, mm-hmm. um, and that's why it was, you know, it was originally, in the first cut of Songs from the Black Hole, this was the closer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, after that, um, they did a second one, and it was just an, uh, another extra song that they put on there. But, um, yeah, I that that's why I was saying it would be cool if they added in, you know, instead of the the blast off lyrics or the other song, if they were to put something else from Pinkerton on there, um, mm. to kind of loop in that's, so now I kind of understand why you were like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Silently, <laughs> you know, listening, like, what is he saying? Um, yeah, there's like four or five songs looped in there. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. but, but then, I mean, so, so that, that, so that changes kind of what I was going <laughs> to want to get in additionally to make a uh, kind of a comparison because this, I mean, this just does it to, you know, it, it, it quadruples the, uh, the kind of the craftsmanship and the, the songwriting, the, you know, not, not necessarily, not necessarily lyrics, but a little bit, you know, I guess, but, um, but also just the, the musicianship, um, mm-hmm. that, that it took to, uh, get this to work. And, um, uh, the, uh, the, the idea of bringing back a song, just a, a part of us of, of a previously fully played song, you know, as as you know, in in the context of another song. Mm-hmm. Um, I love I love it when Paul McCartney did it um, on "Band on the Run." So near near the like in the second to last track on that is when uh, he, they uh, uh, he starts singing um, one of the, one of the earlier played songs yeah you know within the context like i was saying we in the uh in the biz called a reprise well well it's it's a a reprise within the other song though like i'm used to the the reprise that's done on sergeant pepper that is its own song i mean it's 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 it's, it's the song the song yeah (laughs) it's the song done again (laughs) However, with a, a, a bit in that case, it's, it's it's much more of a hard rock song. It's, it's you know the initial one is is, I mean it's it's it's, okay. it's not like it's not. not yep, yep. A good I rock see what song, you're saying, but it's yep. just they just amped it up a little bit for the reprise of Sgt. Pepper, the penultimate track on that album. Yeah, I I, I okay. Yep, I see what you're saying now. Um, as an individual, I'm used, song, I'm used to those. I'm be, used to yep. those reprise that that kind of a reprise. That maybe, I yeah. guess it's more of a coda, is what it oh, would be. Okay, yeah. um, there we go. So, if if we're if if we're saying like the whole album is mm-hmm. one big piece of music, which yeah, right. I mean, it well, is, um, <laughs> especially in in this version since it's uh, you know essentially a rock opera. Um, right. <laughs> that's where I was going it, next. Right. Exactly. It's and so that's Tom, they Tommy. have that. Right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, has has that kind of thing happen as, as for the as the overture mm-hmm. part at the beginning? They run through uh, a few well, and that's, different songs that would then you'd end up hearing later. 
Well, and that's the yeah, point of an overture. Right. Uh, with, I, hmm. I did a lot of musical theater. Um, yeah. I still do a lot of musical theater. So um, the point of the overture is so that you can, you know, get, get you get that kind of, mm-hmm. you can hear the light motifs and everything like that throughout the the rest of the musical. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you hear different parts of the song. And actually, if, okay, so season seven, episode three of The Office does... <laughs> It's the Sweeney Todd episode. They oh, actually do a okay. really good explanation of what an overture is. Yeah. Um, wow. You know, because Michael's talking to Daryl, and Daryl goes, shh, if you don't be quiet, we're going to miss the overture, and we won't be able to recognize musical, blah, 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 throughout <laughs> the rest of the show. It's it's perfect, and I wish I could remember the exact quote, but, like, if you want a good explanation That's of great. it, um, at least until 2021, sure go on once, Netflix. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god like it, it's it's every day mm-hmm. for me like <laughs> well that that episode but, i'm sure I, i'm sure i caught it once but mm-hmm. I just, it just didn't stick out in my mind yeah well and you know it, it's yeah. i think that this this song is it's just such a cool tune you know the beginning part's really slow and um you know but it's still got that kind of bop to it yeah. you know mm-hmm. and then it goes into that, you know. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say Coda um, for the for the end of it, and it just it flows so well, you know, because he's saying goodbye, um, you know, and so he's during during the song, he you know his girlfriend and his everybody he knows is going off on a rocket ship and flying away, um, and so it's almost like he's having these memories, um, you know. For and he's kind of explaining them through song from there, you know. That's my interpretation. Take it as you will, but um, very cool. You got anything else? Uh, yeah, for that one, no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it. Yeah, between this and two more away is is our line. <laughs> two that I feel like kind of surpassed. I swear it's true. Mm-hmm. But next is getting up and leaving. Oh no! Don't go. <laughs> ha 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 ha. Um, this this one, I think, again, if I had mixing rights, I'd put this before the good life. I think that would be a good kind of segue into it. Um, you know, where he's kind of talking about how, you know, he wants to go back to the way it was. So I also put Proto back to the shack from Everything mm-hmm. Will Be Alright in the End. Because um, it's kind of the same theme, but kind of in a in a in a more negative light. This song, um, and so you know, it's like after he goes home, and then he realizes, oh my god, this sucks. I want to go back to the good life. You know, I think mm-hmm. I think that will be a really good you know again coupling. Um, but that's all I've got for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I really I really didn't have anything else for this one. It was. On, it was in the lower half mm-hmm. of these songs, and, uh, and then the last one yeah. we've got uh, "Tragic Girl," mm-hmm. which I can I I will admit I did not listen to the whole thing of this. Oh. Um, I think it's a good fit for the album, specifically because of one line: um, "I don't want my mom to know." That I've been a dirty boy, which I think just encapsulates Rivers after writing Pinkerton. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> he's like, don't let my mom listen to this. Uh, it's moderately sexual, and it makes me look like a bad person. Mm-hmm. But um, so yeah, I, I did not. I was not able to finish this song because after I heard that line, I'm like, you know, I don't think I want to listen to this anymore. <laughs> well, I wasn't paying that much attention to the lyrics. You could have guessed, but um, I was what well, what. Well, Real quick, I was on yeah. YouTube, and so I was watching a lyric video. Oh, yeah. Wow. And so when that popped up, mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh, boy, that makes me feel icky. Um, <laughs> um, but, but what do you think but, of but it? But from a musical standpoint, I just like it. it, it it's got uh, something of a Only in Dreams feel to me, but yes. also kind mm-hmm. of mixed, mixed a little bit with you know what what again some beatles reference here um or or even queen with um between the bohemian rhapsody and happiness is a warm gun it's got these kind of uh little shifts in in feel and and in tempo and and different mm-hmm. things um that happen if if you were to give it another <laughs> try, try try to listen again <laughs> don't I don't know. don't try not to pay t- so much attention to the lyrics i can't um, you can't make me you're not my dad <laughs> Don't let my mom know I've been a dirty boy. Um, that's going to be my new bio on Twitter, <laughs> I think. Um, yeah, it, it's, it is interesting. Uh, like, I did like the music for what I heard of it. I, mm-hmm. I guess I didn't get yeah. far enough in to where I could hear those tonal shifts, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I, I can see your Only in Dreams comparison. I, I can agree with that. Um, you know, m- musically, not mm-hmm. uh, no, lyrically, yeah. but... Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was good. I mean, it wasn't like a bad song. It was just, I was, I'm like, I got, I got a no bad of this one right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, anything else? I think that's it. Oh God. Any, yeah. any final thoughts on Pinkerton? Um, I can never talk about it again. Um, never, ever. If you mention Pinkerton in my face ever again. <laughs> You will not just be checked out of this podcast. You'll be checked um, out of your life. <laughs> I'm, I'm really interested. I hope you were to, you know, if you can, you know, kind of do this new track list. If you can post that, I'd, I'd love to kind of see it and, and absorb it more. Oh, I will. Um, and maybe even make the playlist and let me listen to the album that way in that sense. Um but uh, you know, yeah. I mean, Pinkerton. It's I. I, I just. I, I feel I should like it better, in certain ways, but in certain other ways of less too. That that you certainly right. have alluded me to, or, you know, alerted me to. Um, not that not that I didn't have some some feeling some uh, takes gotten some takes of right. some of the stuff yeah. prior over the years. But, um, I, for me, but for me, it's just, it's just, it's just uh, the 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 music itself. I think is so damn good. It could, it could be. I guess if I if I could now get over <laughs> a little bit of the uh, of the issues that I, I, I certainly can understand and, and agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it it could be, you know, really truly truly unequal with uh, Blue at this point. Yeah, and it, it, I. I, I completely agree. Like, I feel like I should like this album better than I do because, you know, I have a Weezer podcast. But um, it, it's also oh, one of those things. Left to go, so. oh, I get, yeah, it, 
I can definitively say it is not the worst album that Weezer has put out. I can say that with 100% certainty that that is not the case. It might even but, be for you the like the fourth or fifth best? Oh, it's it's a great album. Yeah. Like I I don't get me wrong. I think it is I I think it's very well written. I think it's just very problematic. Um Yeah. And it's it's one of those where, you know, I it, it's kind of a poor connection, but it's kind of like my feelings towards like Chris Brown and Kanye. Oh. Uh, well, not Kanye, but like Chris Brown specifically. It's like mm-hmm. how how much can I separate the music from the artist? Um, and you know, because obviously Chris Brown is a horrible, horrible person, but he's really got some good bops in there. Um, and it's just how do I? you know, where do I draw the line on that? It's like, do I take the moral standing and be like, no, I don't like Chris Brown. Or do I put, take the, you know, musical standing where I'm like, Oh no, he's a pretty good musician, you know? And I think that's specifically Pinkerton. Like where do I draw the line between again, my moral standing where this is a misogynistic piece of trash and Oh my God, this music is absolutely incredible. Um, this is truly rivers at his best. Um, Musically. And it is worst. <laughs> and it is worst, exactly. You know, so it, I have this really big internal dilemma with that, but I think I mm-hmm. I can say I do... All right, here we go. I'm getting it down on record. I do like this album with a lot of caveats. Yes. <laughs> so um, I think if you were to give me, like, a lyricless version of this album, I, yeah. it would be mm. amazing. Like, if this was just music, fantastic. Um, but I mean, we kind of need like some kind of, you know, humming or something going on though, to capture the, the, the melody that is sung. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, if Rivers was just and, humming and, the whole time, I'd be fine with that. Rock pop songs of today, uh, <laughs> possibly about half and half. Um, but in, in today's rock and pop or, or of the past 50, whatever years that, uh, what is sung is not really duplicated in any way. Mm-hmm. I think a lot, you know, the the melody say mm-hmm. the melody is is contained solely in the lyrics and the in the vocals. Gotcha. Yeah. You know? So I think at least in, at certain points you'd have to have some kind of humming or other instrument to duplicate what that 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 tune of what is being sung. Yeah, just throw in a piano. Yeah. Just throw a piano at it. That'll fix yeah. the problem. Um, you know, then it just turns into a lullaby album, and I'm totally yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. Um, all right, so that's yeah. that's Pinkerton. We did it. We made it to the end. <laughs> um, our long national nightmare is over. Um, so uh, from here on out, we are going to be posting weekly. Um, we won't be doing uh, twice a week like we have been. Um, you know, it, I with real life stuff for both of us it's just better to kind of slow things down Mm -hmm. um but we are uh gonna be back in well actually probably next week actually yes next week with uh hopefully hopefully next week you know hopefully next week in theory go smoothly (laughs) and then you know not likely two weeks but you know say maybe three weeks away i would i would think for the start of the green album yep yep uh so we'll be, you know, we'll, we'll keep you updated, um, you know, keep an eye on our 
Twitter, which is at Feels Like Weezer. And you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash feels like Weezer. Is that it for real? Well, that's our page and then our group. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, we do have a group. I keep yeah. forgetting about our group, which is Feels Like Weezer Listener Society. Do we call, do we add that on when we create that? Did we do that fully? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Look, you made that thing. I don't know. Right? Yeah. Uh, and you can send us an email at feelslikeweezer at gmail.com. I'm just going to finish that one. Um, again, no emails. Very lonely. Um, you can also follow us and other amazing rock podcasts on uh, pantheonpodcast.com. Um, you can find both us and Almost Famous Minute there. Um, so, I guess I guess that's it. Um, Pinkerton's over. I can finally die a happy man. Um, that's not true. I want to talk about everything while we are right in the end. Just cut that part out, Zach. That was a dumb joke. Uh, I have been Zach Franking-Smith. You can follow me on Twitter at The Informal Log. And I was Eric Nash. Uh, I also have my... Uh, Almost Famous Minute podcast, and you can find me at uh, on Twitter at Lucky Mustard. Yeah, uh, do we ever mention what song we're going to be doing next? <laughs> well, no, I, well, I was I was afraid you're that's what you're going towards, but we certainly certainly can. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, the next song we're doing is. But. Uh... Yeah, one of the big things, he smokes. That's how you know he's hip and rad with the youths. Um... <laughs>